Boom, we're live. There they are, the first two notes of the day, literally. I saved them for the podcast. It's that day before leaving and going on the road. I hate it. I, I hate flying, I hate traveling. I don't know. I want to sound like a South person. It's not like I hate flying in the sense of like I'm afraid of flying. I just it's get that get that anxiety the day before I'm leaving, the day of leading up to it. As soon as I get to the airport, I get in the lounge and I relax like once I'm through security. I love it. I'm totally in love with the process, the whole thing. But that, this like 24 hours, I get that text message, check in now for your flight tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. or whenever it is. And there's that overwhelming sense of dread. And like I said, I, it's not about the flying thing. You've got to check this thing out, this Billy Connolly thing. I've been thinking about this today. I found this little clip um, where he talks about, they're lying to you. Like, the, the, like the, when they give you the... Um, you know, the safety demonstration and you buckle your seatbelt here and you put the thing in the front. You know, it's just a whole bunch of crap, basically. Um, and he has this great bit about, like, what if they told you the truth? Check this out. Because if they were to tell you the truth, they would have to say, ladies and gentlemen, in the highly unlikely event of loss of power on all four engines, then in all probability... We'll go into the ground like a fucking dart. <laughs> it's so true. You should you should check that out, that entire thing out. There's him at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. I mean, this is a while ago. I mean he's talking about smoking on planes, he's talking about flying Concorde. It's it's like a thirty minute thirty minute stand up thing. It's called uh, Billy Connolly Stand Up dot A V I and whose channel is it? channel is it on Dalma Oma I was just watching that on YouTube but it's true I mean it's time to go it's time to go I don't really care about the the dangers of flying it's still the safest safest form of travel as far as I as far as I'm aware and I was just out walking the dog literally walking the dog that's not code for anything and just had chords on my mind and I think because I've been kind of running around today doing a bunch of stuff, as always happens, trying to get stuff done before I go on the road. Quite often the, the practice element suffers. And even though I'm leaving... Remember that lick from the Matheny ep- uh, episode? See, it's still in the brain. Check that out. Um from James from uh, Matheny's tune James anyway good to know that that's still sitting back there in the recesses of my of my uh, fastly deteriorating brain but as I was saying as often is the case uh, that the, the, the practicing thing like leading up to going on the road and or just traveling the practicing thing kind of gets a little bit left behind Thankfully, I'm heading to Sweden um, to work on the bases with Anders and, uh, and make this one playable again after this dude completely butchered it here in LA. But 
I was like walking the dog thinking about chords, just simple chord inversions. And also, I don't have that long to practice. I wanted to get another podcast out there this week before I leave. Tomorrow is going to be probably all business and all travel. So I don't know about tomorrow or Thursday. We'll see. Taking my mobile set up with me. So I will be able to record and kind of keep things moving. But how to how to make the most of that time and that that time is not in plentiful supply when you have all that crap to do like packing and laundry or hopefully you do the laundry first and then you pack but just the mundane elements of going going on the road or traveling so it's like okay i really want to see if i have this stuff dialed if it's under my fingers i was hearing it i was kind of thinking compositionally as I was out walking I was listening to some um some badass music that didn't have chords in it actually that I think that was uh maybe that was a catalyst for it I was listening to uh Walter Smith my good buddy Walter Smith and his album Twio I think T-W-I-O and he does some stuff on there with uh, Eric Harland and Christian McBride I think it's not around half the record or maybe a different rhythm section the other half. Is Spotify really slow when you open it up in your computer? Or is that just me? I don't know. It always seems when I open it up on the computer, it takes forever to load. That is really, really weak. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, I was listening to Walter's music and uh, just hearing a bunch of chords that weren't there. Like the way those guys play that music is so strong. You really hear the harmony. Um, despite there not being a, a a keyboard instrument or a guitar or some sort of chordal accompaniment. And uh, wow, it still has not loaded. This is unacceptable. It's unacceptable in 20, uh, 2018, right? A few years ago that that would have been, oh, okay, it takes three or four minutes to boot up, no problem. <laughs> Remember that? When you had like two gigabyte internal hard drive. Okay, so what was I listening to? I was listening to maybe Adams. Oh, this is with Harish Ragavan uh, on bass, I think. And Eric Harland on drums. and saxophone in terms of melody there it, to me it was really strong I was listening to the whole record as I was walking well maybe about half of it as uh, as we were out walking and just made me think okay I'm going to come home and I'm going to take what little time I have and and try and really dial in some chords and some inversions a uh, couple of things I of things I really wanted to work on in terms of inversions of um, how am I going to play C? I'm already thinking how on earth I'm going to play that voicing. Inversions of augmented chords. So I've got G there, but I've got the raised five, I've got the E flat in it, and I'm also playing a voicing here with four notes in it. Coley, come on, buddy. 
we, you cannot be programmed to bark every time I start tracking the podcast, dude. Okay, relax, bud. And I do the podcast at all different times of day. So there's no... Maybe he just wants some attention. Okay, go lay down, bud. Go lay down. We're talking about augmented chords. I know how much you hate those. Good boy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm playing that voicing with the, both the, the, the natural five and the raised five in it in the middle. So you get that half step crunch. That, that guy there, right there. And you get the 10th surrounding it. So root five, sharp five, and 10th on top. And then how to play, how to get inversions of those. And kind of hip-ish. Some stuff like that. Uh, but that is not that hip because it's got because it's got the, the the B in it twice. I don't really want that. Maybe I'm gonna go like that. So I get B, E flat, G, and D. So and then where do I go? Uh, maybe here. So I'm getting a triad, like a G triad in the second inversion with the sharp five on top. Doesn't sound particularly hip though, I gotta say. Um, so I definitely gotta do a better job with that, I think. Uh, maybe I like that one. So already, I, I was just thinking about working on triads today, like major and minor triads. And already I'm moving into into some kind of moderate hipness. And then maybe transitioning from... I know. Big fan of that voicing as well. Just an A major seven voicing, uh, A flat major seven voicing, root third and natural seven, but with a f sharp nine. So major seven, sharp nine, going down to major with the raise five and the five in the voicing. So. changes the play over as well um, let alone just play and that's not a voicing if you're a bass player and if you play this uh, that voicing you have to move a few things around that don't feel completely natural at first using their voicing uh, in Erdnaz, I think. And now, uh, maybe it's not Erdnaz, what is it? Uh, that's what it is. Uh, what is this? 
there. Waltz in D flat or something. That's on the Bass Duo album. In fact, maybe I can pull that up. I was thinking, okay, I can pull that up. But where on earth would that be? I hate it when, like, things get... Everything used to be kind of centered around iTunes because in the very beginning, it actually made sense to have... Um, to have songs in there and when you could actually have mp3s and um let me see here it kind of made sense as a central location now everything is kind of disjointed most things are streaming it's like i don't have bass duo on the bass duo with john davis i don't have that on spotify or itunes actually wow so maybe i just don't have access to that. that's really sad I wish I had immediate access to that, and I don't think I do. Bummer. I'll have to pull that out, and uh, I'll find it for you guys. It's, it's some beautiful music. John played his ass off on that record. Just acoustic bass and electric bass playing duo. Um, really, 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 really fun album. Maybe I should put that up on Spotify and uh, and let, pe- let people stream it. That might be kind of fun. Oh, you know where I could go? Ha, 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 ha. Now I'm thinking is the band camp page uh, yeah it was dollar dot dot band camp that's not going to work dot band camp and I think it's up here Brooklyn Blue oh well, I did call it Waltz in D flat let's see is it going to play hello hello yes <laughs> as well even though it was like our music and really casual just getting it right and knowing we only had kind of one take of each thing available you can stream that at uh bandcamp you can also purchase it download it do what you want with it but that that whole record there are six six tracks on there that were recorded live to tape 
really really fun recording one of the few times i feel like i've got close to to having my sound on a record as i hear it when i'm playing that's such a crazy thing it's actually been great with the podcast the way i have the setup in the room the mic is quite close the mic i'm using for my vocal uh, for the voice is actually quite close to the bass and i'm getting a little bit of natural string sound and some acoustic sound in the room Something I really want to explore with Anders in uh, in Sweden this weekend. I remember Tim Miller used to do that. He used to have a microphone on the outside of his guitar, electric guitar, but microphone to actually record some of the string sound. Just gave it like that little bit more of an organic vibe. Um, so I want to kind of explore that, especially as there's a little F hole in this bass. Maybe that's a place to put a mic and have a you know third pickup. Or I don't know. Kind of knocking those ideas around my head right now because um, it's like the closest I've got when I've listened back to you know when I'm uh, bouncing down the podcast before I upload it. I've been listening back to it and kind of like the sound of the bass the way it is like this. You know, it's predominantly direct, but there's that little little room slash string sound kind of thing just try and find find the right balance between the two and, and, and make it nice and organic As much as I wanted to go right back to the chords there and working on the inversions and all that stuff, I start to hear a little melody. Melody. Oh, that's kind of nice. 
like that okay now i have a record of that it's in the podcast great so i get to go listen to that a bit later and develop that but i like that melody better Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with me through this process. But this is the process. And this is the only way I'm going to get an episode of the podcast out today is if I combine if I combine this process with talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Mm, uh, no, uh, needs to be faster harmonic rhythm then. Uh, no. And that's a, uh, a sequence I don't think I've ever used in a composition before. It's not something I play that often. That flat three. Flat seven in the first inversion, going to one. Mm. Uh, it needs to be the sharp five needs to be the melody. That's really important. Not, uh, I, I tell you what happened there. I went. So that that's the melody that's the highest note that's the one that should be singing out now the next time it comes and I, I i left this this note hanging on top this is not the melody at all it is part of the chord but it's not the melody so if i'm going to play that high note i want to make sure that that the actual melody note is, is 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 the thing on top is the thing that's singing out the most that's just a like a performance note there and maybe maybe i won't even need the note on top i'll just have these two here so yeah it works totally fine with, without that top note this uh, as a as an a section here yeah 
if I go to the E there, I think that's nice. Uh, um, oh, maybe it's going back to the one there. That makes sense. Listen first, play second. Okay, so the story so far. Actually, that's not a bad name for the tune. Maybe there's going to be an odd number of bars, not a normal kind of grouping of bars, but that's that's cool. Um, First time I've played it all the way through, so let's see if I can get that in the looper. If my looper is going to cooperate with me today, that is a whole other thing. So let's see. Yeah, <laughs> looper cooperated, fingers and brain didn't. Here we go. Uh, I start like in an uncomfortable position. The headphone cable is dragging on the strings. Stupid. Always, always in a little bit too much of a rush. Gotta give myself better opportunity for success. Get the cables out of the way. Play the music. Okay, here we go. Thank you. 
it's there. It's it's kind of working, I think. I didn't actually like it when I heard it back in the looper. I felt like it was better when I was just playing it on its own. process to, is to play it uh, I can't play I'm talking at the same time unfortunately but my process is to play it so many times now you know I want that melody to be sitting in my brain as though I've been playing it for 10 years already um, I, as much as I wrote as much as I wrote your secret lover for uh, for Chelsea maybe she's not quite there yet in terms of being sick of hearing me play it but I have played it so many thousands of times because I really just wanted it inside my muscle memory so I would never forget it and that's kind of how I am with with that stuff especially especially something brand new like this just happened in the last 10 minutes obviously but I want to be getting on the plane tomorrow and thinking about it and I want to be singing it, and then, you know, this is, to me, it feels like just one section of a song right now, and maybe that's a verse, and maybe it needs a chorus or a bridge or something. Maybe this is an A section and it needs a B section, but in terms of where I'm going to go next, I mean, maybe I'm going to play it and I'm going to hear something right now as to where it goes after we've played it a couple of times. I like the I like going to E flat, I like going to the flat six, and I do like the melody, maybe not the chord it's landing on. 
Yes, yes, those three minor chords. So. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. I just have to trust my ear, trust my instincts, and um, and be okay with it not being right right away. You know, a couple of iterations. I mind you, this is quite accelerated. I, I I won't say this happens all the time, this fast, but this is definitely in terms of writing a song. I had no intention of doing that today at all. Just thought I was going to practice some chord inversions, but this is this is how it goes, and. Um, I'm so glad I have the mic up and, and everything on just to kind of capture that in real time. Um, but just having that open mind and, no, and not settling as well. That's also like, you know, the first thing I played, yeah, it was okay. But, you know, but it wasn't, I don't think it was like really w where it could be. So I'm always looking to refine it. try from the top so that's kind of like an a a a a b b a something like that let's try that as an a a b b a form and see how we go so
BBA. There's a form that that's kind of working for me right now. And now I'm thinking about where do I go here? Um, I really like the. I really like those three chords from the bridge. So let's see. What I like to do is get a potential solo section in the looper. G minor going to the C minor. That's a bit generic. Major, huh? That might be interesting. So it's G minor to C minor, C over E. actually quite like those changes okay so we got a vibe going um wow and that's already we're 40 minutes in holy cow that flew by uh today was apparently composition day unbeknownst to me i was i plan to play you guys some more music and stuff and uh do some more bootlegging that might have to wait um been listening to this show anyone into Jalen Santorum, you know this stuff? Kind of dig this. I think aside from, you know, what strings do you use or you know what's your right hand technique First they tell you that they love you. what are you listening to they ask uh, you know, what can you recommend that's like the question i get asked the most so then you lie just to make it sound appealing to him and her and even a family that you keep so here you go i'm listening to this like right Stanley. now you don't want love to it. plunge in the back brain people in the front don't figure where you at i get that you should pray for the feeling i don't miss that i was 
stuck for a while, I'll admit it. The same damn thing that you feeling, man, I get it, but I'm past that now. I sent this crown, now I'm mixing no sprite. Only sit brown when I cool it with my hitters. So trick, go figure. It's that kind of night, alright? I love you. Things that cross my mind while I'm by myself. So many things up on the hit list here. I like as much as I hate Spotify, I also love it a little bit at the same time. It's like a guilty pleasure, right? And um, oh man, went way back with this. Tom Jenkins song, also known as Square Pusher. Pretty life-changing record for me, I gotta say. You are not hip to this. You should be. No, you should. Whatever. If, if you dig it, go check it out. It's uh, Square Pusher from the album Go Plastic. Such hits as Hard Normal Daddy. Oh, and check this out. Well, no, Hard Normal Daddy is the other record with with Cooper's Wall. Love this stuff. That's all square pusher stuff. I'm not going to play uh, all the tracks, um, but I definitely want to play some stuff for you guys. If you haven't heard any of this stuff, then, um, oh, hang on a second. I'm in a playlist that's, I was like, hey, this is really bass player heavy. Um, <laughs> fucking like, I love this. Check Gary's sound out. Ooh. Such a slimy, gritty, enviable bass sound Mr. Gary Willis from the album Bent mm. uh, check that out how everything is kind of dry as a bone like they're all in a small room love the way that's mixed Gary Willis Bent. So that was a real bass player heavy. These are like coffee with Yannick. These playlists are for you guys. These are coffee drinker playlists. They're all on my Spotify. You should go check that out. Not that I'm really, you know, I'm not trolling for Spotify followers, but if you want to see all of this music in really nice playlists, all in one place, kind of categorized, that is definitely the place to do it. Um, oh man. Another huge moment here for me transcription wise so that's so that's locomotion from uh, John Paul Train Blue Train and the train solo is great everything is great but the the Curtis Fuller break Oh, 
obviously as evidenced by that singing along I can't sing but I still remember those moments there are big moments on records that I remember because I transcribed them and then I played them over and over and over and over again thousands of times this being one of them and then the Lee Morgan solo is just ridiculous where is it you gotta hear this just check out how aggressive the time is and how he's just like melting your face check it out this is Lee Morgan on the same track you have any aspirations to play jazz or to have great time or great sound immerse yourself in players like that just listen to that stuff around the clock you know figure out where not even figure out you don't have to think about it you have to feel it feel where those eighth notes are where the emphasis is where the triplet is what makes it swing how the how the eighth notes get more even the higher the tempo goes and just all the nuances it's amazing and then Get it so that you're singing along. You know the whole. You don't have to have your instrument with you. You don't have to have transcribed it already. In fact, anything I transcribe, pretty much, or have transcribed ever, I've sung it along to the record hundreds of times before I've even put, you know, pen to paper or, or gone to the piano or go, grab my bass to go to go figure it out. Um, I think at this, this of course is just a huge moment. Steps Ahead, live in Tokyo, 1986. Steve Smith, Daryl Jones, Mike Stern, Mike Manieri, and Michael Brecker. Playing Iwi here, on the head. But a pretty, pretty legendary tenor break. Where is it? I guess I transcribed this solo in 1997. It's 21 years ago. I remember every single note of it. Like, and check it out. I'll, I'll play the I'll play the whole solo actually. Maybe we'll end with this because it's such a badass piece of music. I'll warble away in the background off the mic so you don't have to deal with it. But I love singing along to this record. <laughs> Nice doubt. Yeah. Nice doubt, John's lick. with a cassette tape you know rewind play rewind play rewind play amazing (laughs) 
that note. There he goes. So you should start feeling really sorry for my sisters and my family right now because I used to, <laughs> when I was a kid, be wailing away, singing along to that record and just playing it over and over again, especially the fast parts because they were difficult. No slow down machine bullshit. No shortcuts. Only only work. Only lots of good work. And uh, yeah, that's... Who was I talking to? I think it's Steve Wolf actually in a podcast. There's a great episode um, interview with Steve Wolf. Fantastic drama. He's like, this is like probably two years ago now that I did this and put it up on a podcast. It's a few episodes back, and uh, check that out about really about being around and doing the work and it being kind of analog, um, in the sense that you really kind of had to work to go hear stuff. Like he tells stories about, you know, if he wanted to learn some Billy Cobham thing as a drama or a Tony Williams. He like he had to go out and get that record and, you know, he would put his thumb on the record player to slow it down a little bit, like, you know. And then he was saying how he was actually getting the stickings wrong. Like, once he would actually see some of that stuff live, like, go to a show. Imagine that. Like, you check out a record and then you get inspired and then you go and see the artist. There's a, there's a lost art form. But anyway, he used to go to the show and he realized, oh, I was actually getting the stickings wrong, but... By doing that, by getting the sticking wrong and developing ways to, to play what he heard, you know, without the quote unquote correct sticking, he was able to develop his own thing so much, so much faster, so much stronger, and just develop those reactive skills, develop those coping skills, those problem solving skills, you know, all of those problems needed a solution. And when there was no like, it was funny he talks in that you got to go back and listen to this thing it's really really interesting about learning music and about being in a scene and about what it was like for me 20 25 years ago for him 30 35 years ago and that that whole thing of like there was no youtube video of like the the vinnie collie to lick on you know certain alan holdsworth record not only was there no video footage of Vinny playing it with, with Holdsworth, there was also no video footage of the thousand drummers breaking it down or the possibility possibility to actually call the drummer in question and probably get a Skype lesson from them or something, you know, or see that drummer's own tutorial online breaking it down note by note. You actually had to just use your ears. You had to listen. You had to develop you know, real-time musical sensibilities, and I think that is very lost today the process and we were just saying how happy we were that we experienced that you know obviously we straddle both sides of the pre-internet pre-social media thing and post youtube and there being the intergalactic highway of information streamed into our homes on a daily basis or our phones or soon probably to a chip in our brain but we, we were both very thankful that we we saw the saw the other side of that you know me not so much with the records um it's like 
I, you know, I came, I had records when I was a kid, like LPs, vinyl. Um, I didn't do too much transcribing on records. Certain things that I only had on record, I would transcribe on record. But I was definitely into dubbing. You know, it was so modern to dub an LP onto a cassette tape. I'm sure if you were born after like 1995, listen to this, you probably don't even know what either of those things are. But, And I'm not trying to be condescending at all. I'm just uh, 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 amazed at what it was then and what it is now, you know, what the how, how easy it gets made. Um and how how many shortcuts you can take but you can still choose not to i think that's the thing you know if you want to be great instead of good you know or just okay if you want to be really great at what you do you can still make the choice to do the work and if you love the work man it's 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 a joy to get up and do it every day at least it is for me i hope i hope it is for you if you're listening and and that's something you're pursuing um i am going to see if i can remember the tune I just wrote 20 minutes ago. There's a test. I'm going to listen to a bunch of other music and then talking. And let's try and close out with that. Uh, if I can remember it all the way through. I think so. Something like that, right? Ah, that was the rhythm. Ah. Now where do we go? Ah, here. episode this is we're at now i'm kind of lost track is that a good thing is that a bad thing is it bad that i'm literally looking up my own freaking podcast on <laughs> oh, see i even hit the play button by mistake uh is this four i think this is this is four this is coffee drinker podcast number four many more to come really appreciate you guys out there i've seen some of your feedback on instagram and on twitter if you don't follow already on either of those platforms, do it. Because then I can I can let you know when cool stuff is happening. And um going to be in London, going to go to the Jojo Mayer show. You should get some tickets for that in Hoxton. It's going to be so great. It's the last show of their European tour. They are going to be so dialed in. Um, I'm going to be there, I think, when is it? Uh, Thursday night? Yeah. 
I'm going to go to that show on the on the 8th. I'm heading over to Sweden to Stockholm, 9th and 10th. I'll be in Copenhagen for a couple of days, catch up with Chelsea, go and see her play with Doug Womble and Morgan James. I'm so psyched for that and get to see her. She's been gone on tour, so that is going to be super fun. And then I don't know where I'm going. I've got this this day, this floating around day on the 13th. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. Maybe Barcelona. That's kind of calling right now. So So let's see suggestions are welcome leave me some suggestions maybe uh instagram is a good place to do that if i put up if you saw a post about today's podcast maybe reply to me on there i'm at yannick wisdala or you can just at yannick wisdala me on on some post in the feed or something um i tend to get it's better like notifications if you leave a comment and and tag me like at Yannick was me in a comment then I tend to see those if you send me a DM forget about it it'll never happen unless I'm following you which I doubt I am because um, I hardly follow anyone I just won't see it because there are hundreds and hundreds of them every day and it's a little bit too much so if you at Yannick was me in a comment on the feed I am more than likely to see it please chime in give me some suggestions for November 13th um I will have bases with me. Maybe uh, maybe a show is in order. I don't know. That's pretty. That's a week from today, so that's pretty short notice. But nothing is impossible. Appreciate you guys hanging out today. Hello, coffee drinkers. Episode number four. I will see you all on episode number five.